Pods Deprogrammed, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. Today's band is Avenged Sevenfold, and that means we are going to try to get you into the band Sevenfold? <laughs> um, At least six. That was I, that was so bad. <laughs> I, well, they usually are. I, I had extra time to think of it, and I didn't think of it until words were coming out of my mouth. So Avenged Sevenfold. Jason, you actually put uh, Avenged Sevenfold on the board. Talk to me about Avenged Sevenfold. Why did we need to do them, and what do they mean to you? Oh, Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, they go way back for me. Avenged Sevenfold is like the potato chips to my musical munchies. <laughs> what am I talking about? So they're a band where, like, if I want to listen to music, but I don't have like a genre or like a band that I'm thinking of, I'll pop them on, whether it's on my phone or in the car, just because they, they never get old to me. And I don't know why why that is, but I've listened to some of these albums several, several times. Um, and it just, I never tire of them. I, I, I don't know if I have an objective reason for it. Uh, they do have a diverse style of rock, metal, punk, all these influences, dream theater that they have, but, uh, Ooh, yeah, I just, they just don't get old for me. Um, I, I really like them. I, I mean, I, I date back all the way to when they went on warp tours, mm-hmm. 2002, mm-hmm. three, four, um, is when I first heard of them. I wasn't like into into them then. I just I peripherally knew about them. I'd heard some of their songs uh, from like Waking the Fallen and stuff. And then when that City of Evil album dropped, is when they really started gathering my attention. So speaking of gathering attention, um, one night I believe we were sitting over here, V, mm-hmm. and you, me, and Corey are looking at the list, and you're like. <gasps> Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. So talk to me. You're you're wearing a shirt now. So I am like a big hardcore fangirl geek of Avenged Sevenfold, like groupie status almost. Not really because I'm too lazy to follow the band around, but <laughs> <laughs> I know like a ridiculous amount about this band for no reason. And um, I've always like, if this gives you kind of an idea of how like of junkie I am, I used to be a music theory like major. Mm-hmm. Half of my finals were done on their songs. Well, like there you go. my favorite song that I did by them was uh, a little piece of heaven as far as like compositionally. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah, I I, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. It's times like these I wish this was a video pod so you could you could see the excitement on her face, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. Oh man, that song. Let me tell you. I, I'm assuming it's gonna. Uh, it's, I know it's on our list now, so I we mean, got two out of three already. It has to be already. now. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's at least coming up. Um, so for me, Avenge Sevenfold is. I don't want to say nonplussed, um, but m- like most of the world, uh, Backcountry comes out, and that's my uh. exposure to to, <laughs> to this band. And, it's not you know, that I don't like it, but it just yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I, you know, I, and you know, I they didn't. It didn't make me go, oh, man, I need to get into this band. But it also didn't make me go, oh, that band's garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just yeah. a, oh, okay, you know. And I, I think I told you this on, on Sunday, Jason. Anytime you can work in a um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas reference, you've, you've at least gotten my attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So, uh, can't stop here. It's backcountry. Um, yeah, because yeah, technically backcountry is that it's like that uh, desert between Los Angeles and Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Isn't that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. You know, you you know, you do that, and I'm at least gonna go. Okay, this band exists. This this exists. Um, they it, do. 
and it was never anything enough for me to go, okay, I'm going to start pushing play. I'm going to start listening to records, but it also, they, they're not in that same, like clearly Corey has some sort of vendetta against them. Uh, <laughs> I like, it's crazy. Cause I got into them right about the same time y'all did. I was a lot younger, obviously, but I, um, I had gotten into them when I'd heard like actually Beast and the Harlot. It wasn't Backcountry, mm-hmm. um, but my friend gave me Backcountry too, and I was like, I mean, it's all right. But like Beast and the Harlot was what hooked me, and I just after that, I, I yeah. <laughs> there we go. So well, let's well let's take that and walk that into the next level. Um, you know, we've been sitting on this one for like a, a little while, Jason. Did that work in your advantage, putting your twenty together, or did that uh, hinder your list? Oh, that worked against me because then I got to go back and look at my list and I was like, no, no, I got to exchange these two songs for the other two songs. It was, it was tough. I mean, I, I tried to approach this list as not of, uh, my favorite 20, but as like a 20 that kind of would represent what overall they have been like popularly, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, to get like album representation, different style representation, stuff like that. Um, so I tried to, as I tried to remove myself from it, I changed a couple songs as I had more time. You know, you can have too much time to think. Mm-hmm. And that's what that happened a little bit. Um, where you know I'm just sitting there, I'm like, no, I I, I got to take that song off. I got to put this other song back on. So that last four to five cuts of songs that uh they may have went on the list and off the list a couple of times before they settled <laughs> yeah. i definitely get that i did the same exact thing it felt like especially with certain albums it felt like getting rid of children like i just i i, I yeah yeah so what was what was your thought process going into your li- list making do you like did you have any kind of gameplay in mind or well originally i was i'm not gonna lie i went through the whole childish mindset of i like this music this mm-hmm. is my music yeah. no <laughs> but, that happens but then i went back through it and was like well obviously you have to kind of think of like this is a you know somebody never heard has never heard of Avenged sevenfold you want to like mm-hmm. give them an idea so i kind of like imagined i was pr- like pitching it to Corey, to be honest yeah and that's kind of the only way i could really see it if i didn't imagine it was somebody like you know that has never experienced avenged like yeah <laughs> so i i think i looked at it uh because i'm the new ear um so like somewhere in between what you guys are both saying so it had to rope me in pretty immediately which they have plenty of songs that do that and i also noticed that they have plenty of slow burn songs yeah so like unfortunately i th- i think i may have kept a couple slow burn songs but like unfortunately the, the slow burn ones just they're slow burn mm-hmm. and i i think with what this this band is the best way to get somebody in is to punch them in the mouth yeah go pay attention and then let them grow into slow burners like i said i i think i might have kept some i don't, I don't recall offhand yeah but they're, they're those all... first those first two albums of theirs are just they're more straight up metalcore than mm-hmm. um the rest of their stuff that's how they kind of started you could hear because they you know they are they're born and raised in california you can hear and even some of those songs some of that punk rock influence yeah. especially mm-hmm. well, uh, in to... the beginning of a few of those songs you're like ooh, those riffs sound very punk rock and they played on warp tour but you know um but then they they kind of evolve from there but as far as the music that they're known for now that's not like that's kind of a smaller 
how they started, but almost like a smaller sample of what they are now, really. Mm-hmm. Well, they had to change styles, actually. They were forced to because um, M. Shadows, the lead singer, his vocal cords burst, like, like they busted uh, mm-hmm. right after Waking the Fallen, so he couldn't yeah, do, do any of the performance like that anymore. So, yeah, he had surgery, right, mm-hmm. on his throat? Yep, so yeah, he had to completely change his style. He couldn't do the, you know, the... The throaty. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why he went yeah. to, like, more of a falsetto. He uh, he uh, he got a vocal coach, the same that uh, Chris Cornell had, oh. and I think uh, Axl Rose, and that's kind of he learned how to do more harmonic or harmony type uh, vocals. Oh them. wow! I didn't realize it was. Oh wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool. All right, so that takes us to the next level. So, I I will say we haven't been too revealing with this conversation about uh, you know other than I feel like a couple songs got named. How do you think we're going to do, Jason? How many do you think we're going to get through unanimously for the final well, let me, yeah, Let me answer a question with a question, Uh-oh. which is oh, no. it doesn't really work out. But w- what is the record as far as matches? Uh, We've done nine a couple times. Really? Nine a couple of times? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I, I was like, do I want to go for the record? Do I feel like we got it in us? <laughs> hey, man. That's, the first that's time where I did... my mind thought was. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? There's no stakes. Nine. I'm doing nine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, shoot for the stars. What's the worst that happens? You don't get it? <laughs> what do you think, V? I'm thinking four. Four? I remember the first time I did this. I was like, 12. And you were like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, I've yeah. learned. I've learned. <laughs> four seems like the safer number. Um, yeah. I mean, I've I've been on here. I know that it's not going to happen, but I'm yeah. doing it anyway. Yeah, be hopeful. Man. And if it does happen, yeah, just so, saying. So now, so now the question comes: Do I go between and be positive, right, mm-hmm. or do I take the strictly dick move and go? We're getting jack shit and go <laughs> under <laughs> under V's four because uh, I feel like four is. Four feels like it could be the number. Um, uh, let me. I'm gonna go six. It feels high, but I'm gonna go six. Gonna That's go a six. solid number. Yeah, feels high, but you never know. Uh, again, worst case scenario, we just got to talk all the way through it. So <laughs> we're gonna take a quick pause, and when we come back, is some gameplay. It's the programmed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed and join the hustle today. And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through the Avenged Sevenfold discography and plucked out 20 songs that we are now going to match together in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for you in case you have never given Avenged the time of day. And I'm wishing I would have turned that other light on because it is dark in this corner. Who knew? (laughs) Uh, I should probably get my eyes fixed. All right, so where do I want to go? Somewhere in the middle, or 
I'm going to go towards the bottom of my list. And I'm, I'm going here first because I got this one. Whenever I ask, it waits where I place a song in my list. Um, whenever I ask listeners, what do you think is essential? And if one of my songs gets multiple, that's going to weight it more towards the top of the list. So I'm going to go in here. Um, this wasn't, this is tied for number one. Nightmare. I did not have Nightmare, actually. Gasp. I know. I have Nightmare. All right. So it's alive. It's alive <laughs> and well. I felt there was other songs. <laughs> it, you know, it's that's always going to be the case. You know, sometimes they get in, sometimes they don't. All right. So just... I, uh, I recently watched the, uh, the Avenged Sevenfold has this YouTube thing called Breakdown, mm-hmm. where they break down the how their instrumental musical thought process plus the lyrics and how they create songs, which is an awesome thing. If you like Avenged Sevenfold at all, mm-hmm. then you need to watch Breakdown. Um, not many bands do this, where they go through and they go and teach you like, or not teach you, but show you all their creative processes and stuff when they create albums and songs. Um, and I recently watched the one on Nightmare, so that may have led me to put it on the list. Uh-huh. But uh, I, but that Nightmare is probably one of my. If it's not my favorite Avenged Sevenfold album, it's up there. So I do love the whole album Nightmare. Like I said, I'll, like I have three favorites of their albums, and Nightmare is one of the top ones, just because I love that Mike Portnoy was a drummer on it, and in, like parts of it, obviously not the whole thing, but it, it is one of my favorite albums. But Nightmare, the song itself, I was just like. There's other songs that I felt like just took it over the edge. <laughs> it wasn't quite there. It did. It was on my list, but it got cut. You know who answered Nightmare when huh? I asked? Huh? Hot Joe. Did he really? Yep. God. <laughs> just, you basic. Just so <laughs> <I'm> you <kidding. laughs> know. <laughs> All right, Jason? Uh, let's see. Let's go. How about we go early on and go with uh, Second Heartbeat? I have that. I thought you might. <laughs> I don't know that Justin will, though. I don't. I don't. But it is. I needed a song that represented kind of the OG metalcore mm-hmm. style and vocals, and I thought this song is a pretty good one to do that. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. All right. So you got two alive here. So nothing is dead yet. All right. V? I'm going to give y'all the easy one that I already kind of gave away. Uh, a little piece of heaven. <laughs> Just get it out of the way. <laughs> I don't have that one. Uh, you you don't have that one. Yeah. Nope. We're going to be fighting for that one later, it sounds like. I know, right? <laughs> there it is. This this song, because um, I think it was Rev that was a fan of Denny Elfman and Oingo Boingo, basically. Because I think two members of Oingo Boingo were involved in making this song. Mm-hmm. It's everything you want in a song, right? It's got homicide, necrophilia, cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> literally i love um, i love it compositionally too like it just shows how because the rev did all of the composition for the song and mm-hmm. it just shows did, like yeah. with all of the like orchestral mu- movement in it it's just oh my god it's so it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's it's so too. it's so different creatively um being with that heavy oingo boingo danny elfman like um influence that i feel like it belongs in here i mean it's got a horn section for god's sake or wind instruments and um, chorus, like, come on, how how can you beat it? 
the and the the Scooby Doo style animation for the uh, music video. Mm-hmm. That that music video, Justin, has been viewed a hundred and two million times. Wow! Because I recently watched it in preparation for this. <laughs> I was like, holy moly! Um, it is not um, for grandma. This song, nor the music video. It is definitely a piece of dark art. Mm-hmm. Um, the like they made this song, I think, for a Halloween EP that they were planning on doing, but never did. And then, then when they created, they're like, somebody was like, you got to put this on an album. This is too good and like creative not to put this on an album because they just weren't going to do anything with it, I think, at first. And they're like, no, 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 no. This needs to go somewhere. It kind of baffles me how many of their songs they did that with. Like, there were some singles that I was like, how did I not realize this wasn't on a, like an actual album? Like, I thought because it's just been played so many times. I assumed it was on like something. <laughs> right. But especially those the songs that ended up on Black Ops video games. They... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like made it like a whole EP worth of songs that they just made for uh, Call of Duty. Yep, that's crazy. <laughs> well, you know what? We didn't get any through, but we're doing a okay. Nothing, nothing is dead in the water. Uh, this is another song that came up earlier, and also one that when I asked somebody brought it up. So it's on my list. I might as well try it out there and see what happens. Beast and the Harlot. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> There's number three. <laughs> there we go. A song about the horror of Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to have it on here. It's funny. Like, you would almost think Avenged Sevenfold was a Christian band with how many biblical uh, references that they make. Mm-hmm. Even their name is like Cain and Abel. And, the, and then there's like so many references through all their songs and stuff like that. But they don't claim to have any sort of religious affiliation or target their songs towards god or the devil or anything like that they just use kind of the dark sides of the bible as inspiration for lyrics and songwriting so Mm -hmm. it's interesting (laughs) i'm probably gonna uh put up my song next (laughs) relating to that i'm excited (laughs) all right jason um let's see How about we go all the way forward to the last album and do Higher from the stage? And this is a song that got kicked off my list and back on a couple of times. I did not have that, actually. Oh, neither do I. I can't save you. Sorry. Okay. This album, I did that on... this album lost out a lot because of other albums. <laughs> I love this. Like, I love all their music, but their older albums are just so, like... Yeah, they're for it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure the stage was represented and I and besides the the title track, um spoiler alert. I uh <laughs> I wanted another g- uh, song to represent that album. Mm-hmm. And I fought with myself. This was probably the hardest one for me in this list. I fought with myself a lot what that second song was going to be. Um for the longest time I had Goddamn on there. Um and oh, then it, I song. bumped Goddamn off there cuz Goddamn God damn. I think that <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite songs on there. But higher, I just I don't know, like musically I thought was a little different. So I and like conceptually, because it's just about like an astronaut going into space. Like it's a different song than mm. what you're almost used to from them. So I was like, alright, I'll go with this one. So I defeated myself. <laughs> I'll say this about the stage. Again, I, I'm repeating myself to anyone who listens to every episode. 
But with every band, it seems like once you get towards the end of their discography, you're you're waiting for the shoe to drop on. Okay, this will be easy cuts. Mm-hmm. And I had a whole lot from that record on my first pass. And I mean, I found them to to V's point. I found them to be the easier ones to cut in my second round. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I I just kind of like this this older stuff a little bit better. So that's that's what happened with that song. It was on my radar. All right, V. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Hail to the King album, uh, Requiem. I love that album just because it's just it's the Metallica Metallica vibes of it all. It's just amazing. But Requiem just hits a note with me because I love like anything referring to death masses. Let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it starts speaking Latin. Mm-hmm. It's very. Mm-hmm. I love how how it is compositionally. It honestly was like. I was worried when the Rev died that they weren't going to be able to kind of compose anything like that. And when they premiered this album, this was like the first track they had come out on it. And it was just the first little bit of Requiem. And I was like, I cannot wait for this to come out. <laughs> I'm really fucking... I feel, see, J- Justin, this is what I'm talking about. When uh-huh. I say second guessing myself, Hire got on there. And then re- and then with this, there was two songs they got exchanged today. Um, Goddamn and requiem (laughs) i exchanged it for heretic now um which uh, is also a great song from that album but uh i don't know what possessed me to do that so i I almost had a match with that one and then i done screwed it up today so again in a move that'll make you feel bad but also feel good i don't have it either but it was literally 21, 22. It was one of my I, last cuts. I know. This is like one of my favorites of theirs just because it's like. It <laughs> just, I love it. Yeah. I was, I was very into it. I just, I don't know. I went elsewhere. What can I say? I don't. Yeah, I know. I should have just went with my gut 20 and left it. But <laughs> I, got to, I, got, I got to thinking about it. And then I was like, well, what about this song? This song and this song. Well, what about this representation? But this song does this. And then, yeah, then things got messy. Mm-hmm. Learning things today. Learning things. All right. Uh, so that was V. We're back to me. Okay. We're still doing all right here. I think I'm going to stay with some of my one. Actually, I'm going to stay with that record and another one that somebody brought up. Hail to the King, the title track. I actually have that one. I get went back and forth. I took this one, and honestly, it actually, it was off of my list until today. And it was because of my stepson. He constantly was like, how can you take off Hail to the King? That's the song of the, like, that's the song of the album. And I was just <laughs> like, I, I, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. How about you? <laughs> I've got it on here because I've seen it live and it is Aww. it, it the, is a really awesome live. Yes, that's why. Um because live the the amount of energy like the crowd puts into this song when they just start it up and everybody starts throwing their fists in the air and starts yelling um to get the song started without even the band's help is is nuts. Um I still have a video of my phone of it the last time when I when they put out the stage surprisingly uh i went out it, literally they put out it as a surprise um i went out and watched that that tour and they played this song it is it is awesome so did, i kept it just for just because of how great it is live I did you get to here. see it with the actual like the the throne king dude like back there with the pyrotechnics and stuff 
I didn't see that. No, they had uh, big video walls, basically, um, when I went to go see it, which was great because when they played as an encore song, A Little Piece of Heaven that we talked about, they played the entire video in the background while they did that. <laughs> they didn't perform that when I went. I went for the Hail to the King tour, and that like they wouldn't perform A Little Piece of Heaven, and it broke my heart because I wanted to see that in concert so bad, and I just I haven't yet to see it. All the times I've seen them, they've never performed it. And it kills okay. me. Yeah, <laughs> because it because the stage was the album that they were promoting. They kind of had the propiness for the stage, so they like they mm-hmm. when they played higher, they dropped an astronaut basically from the <laughs> ceiling. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Spaceman falls. Spaceman's going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Okay. Um... Let's stick with Hail of the King and just do Shepherd of Fire. I have that. So do I. Bam, just like that. This is a pretty this is a pretty great song. And just the the fact that they involve like the sound of the flames that were so well encompassed into the background of the big, the intro of the song. Avenged Sevenfold does intros very well, I'd have to say. Mm-hmm. When they their build ups and their songs are done very well. And their songs can get very complex as they go, especially in the stage got very experimental, but um the the intros are, are are ten out of ten a lot of times. Almost definitely. Just look at that. There we are at three. All of a it's sudden. It's a song from the yeah, it's a song from the perspective of the devil. I mm-hmm. mean he's trying to convince you that he's not so bad. I think this is I'm sure I've said this before on the show. I think this is the worst part about the show is I never get to that level often of of a song. Like, finding out what it's about, unless it's overt. Oh, really? And, yeah. Like, because usually I only have enough time to go through my list, like, two, possibly three times. Mm-hmm. Usually what I like to do is the one time through to narrow it down, second time through to narrow it down to 20, and then I like to listen to my 20, like, the day that we're doing the show, just mm-hmm. to, as a refresher. And then sometimes when that happens, I look stuff up and look lyrics up and, and whatnot. I didn't get that with this. I should have. Your boy's kind of scrambling because <laughs> the end of the year is coming and I still have to record, like, including this one, three episodes. So, Jeez. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. So we'll forgive you. Our Avenge knowledge. Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah. Avenge Sevenfold does lyrics pretty well. Oh, my God. There- do they? <laughs> There, there's times where you're just like, uh, here they just didn't know what to do. <laughs> but, you know, but for the most part, the, the lyrics are pretty rock solid in their music. Uh, v had mentioned this before when she picked uh, Requiem, but like both of these songs, like that, that Metallica vibe is what stuck out, uh, stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Like they're doing a Metallica thing without it being exactly Metallica. Metallica actually like came out to them like they were like you guys did a fantastic because some of the songs were kind of basically ripped off of their songs Mm -hmm. and they were like you guys did a fantastic job like M. Shadow said when they created this album they wanted something that you could just jam in the car to and Mm -hmm. like you're kind of taken back to those Metallica days where it was like this is what the lightning master puppets yeah yep for sure and Metallica is definitely an influence for them uh-huh. Uh huh. This uh, this means war, right? Off of that same album. Yes. It's, it's very Metallica sounding. It it sounds like it 
they just it's a cover almost i Metallica. literally i literally cut that this morning yeah, more <laughs> on that later you guys are all about spoilers oh my bad spoiler <laughs> it's your turn b um um i i had one oh so speaking on lyrical funness i i would like to go with scream yep got it okay i can't save you but jason ken so fun fact everybody always thinks this song is about rape when they first hear it it's actually about a serial killer and wow. you're in his eyes like yeah it's it's crazy mm-hmm. it's from the yeah i mean i guess you could just say disturbing mind of a predator together yeah it's just crazy uh, <laughs> The, well, there's something about tasting blood in the song, so maybe serial killer vampire? Question mark. Yeah, there know. you go. <laughs> How about werewolves? There you go, werewolves. <laughs> werewolves and vampires. Okay, um, back to me. Um, you know, what? I'm gonna keep doing the ones that that people suggested. How about Afterlife? No. Um. <laughs> Yes. All right. I I fought with this one for a while, but I actually dumped uh, Afterlife for a different one. So. All right, but it, it gets a two, so it gets to hang out. It ain't dead yet. And that is A-OK. All right, Jason? Um, Let's stick with... Yeah, let's do same album, right? Critical Acclaim. I do have that one. So do I. Boom. Oh, okay. All right. Looks like we I might get your sure nine, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? That's... I felt really comfortable you, you had that one. I wasn't for sure about Justin on that one. Oh, I, I love This oh, is such a, a beautiful card, yeah. way to enter like an album, just the way they have the organ and everything. I just, oh, my The God. organ, yeah. I even put, like, in parentheses, critical claim, organ. <laughs> Literally what I did, too. I put organ that sets in uh, sets at the stage beautifully. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you look at these records, you realize there are... I, and I think that, you know, coming to this conversation today, realizing and looking at the song titles and, like, this is a track one... Like realizing that they're telling album stories. It's not necessarily concept records. They're not, but like they are telling stories. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's full album stories. And Criddle, like you said, this, this sets the tone for the record. And they are going to tell you a story here. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I gave myself more time to get get to the story because i didn't even realize that that's why i was picking this song until i just pushed play Mm -hmm. but that's exactly why i picked it like i thought it was just oh you know this these cool uh, guitar harmonic the pinch harmonics that's why oh he's yelling that's why no (laughs) it's because there's more to it than you know what's on that that shallow level so all right so critical acclaim was jason Mm -hmm. all right v um off that same album i'm gonna go gunslinger i like how it's kind of got like the ballad ballad ish part of it but it's also kind of like fast-paced at parts i just i felt like it was a good mixture of their sounds yeah the way the song starts it almost sounds like um like southern rockish or like almost country a little bit the way mm-hmm. that the song starts like a western kind of yeah 
Imagine that. <laughs> Gunslinger. Gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. How about that? I don't have it, though. Nor do <sighs> I, unfortunately. And what's crazy is, like, when I went into that last spiel, uh-huh. Gunslinger was the song I was looking at. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Not that this is even bad. Uh, just the, as I'm going through it, without that extra layer of, of understanding there's a story going on, that without that extra layer of paying attention to on that level, mm-hmm. this is easy to pass over. Oh, yeah. I kind of wanted something soft in my list, but I didn't want, like... Cause you know, you have the stereotypical ballad songs by them, and I was like, this is a kind of mixture song, so I felt like it was a good representation of kind of both of their sides of their music. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to miss some, right? I know, right? Like Darn it. <laughs> no, we're at four. Okay, so we're at these four if nothing else happens. <laughs> There's plenty of gameplay, though. We can. None we're of hit- us can now agree, ever. <laughs> we're hitting all the rest of them. We're getting a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's crazy, but it sounds crazy, but there's plenty of songs out here. There's plenty out here. Um, All right. You know, I'm doing okay with these. I'm just going to go with another one that uh, listeners said. Unholy Confessions. Oh, yeah. yeah, I actually have that. Yep. Bam. Yeah. I felt like this song has to be on there because it's mm-hmm. probably uh, a, their best song of the first two albums, really. Yep. And... And uh, also, like, one of the only songs of the first two albums, they still play live. Oh. To my knowledge. So, yeah. A good a good add to the list, I would say. Just like that. I love the guitar in the song. The, you know, strangely enough, that's something I have not mentioned yet. I'm a guitar guy. And I like guitar sounds. And I like when they're crunchy. And I like when they're tight. And I like, I like a lot of what they do with the guitar. <laughs> a lot of what they're doing with the guitar. Sinister Gates I, is really good. Uh, he, Sinister Gates is a great guitar player. I have to say, I've never heard those two adjectives used consecutively, crunchy and tight, so I, I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is an interesting way. <laughs> What's funny is, like, you know, I guess some people could be turned off by the vocalist. And, I mean, to me, that was never... A plus or minus. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of like double kick action going on too. Like, that's going to be a lot. I used to be in a band called Stale, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised we never co- covered any Avenged. Like, this is very close to a lot of the stuff that my drummer and guitarist would want to do. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm very shocked that we, we never did this. <laughs> All right. Jason? Okay, how about um, we'll go to City of Evil album, and we'll go with the actual first single from that album, which is not Backcountry, is Burn It Down. I have that. So do I. Bam, I didn't even know. Damn. (laughs) I like it when I don't know singles. City of Evil is a very, like, I could see where people would be mad about it, but also, there's a lot of stuff like this that's like, oh, they're, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, fast and in your face and immediate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 
City of Evil was a perfect transition album for them to what they kind of wanted to become, which is basically do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, there were people that got angry at them over the, the new vocals and some of the new uh, music because they, they kind of diverged and got a little more uh, not just straight up metalcore anymore. They just involved a lot of some of the progressive rock. We talked about Dream Theater. Rev loved Dream Theater. Some of this other stuff they really start involving in their music. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just as artists, you know, I'm glad that they just started doing all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, all the way up until we see the stage, which got like, they didn't care if that any of those songs got played on the radio at all. And you don't <laughs> write eight minute songs that go into like three or four different parts if you want to get played on the radio, but it right. still got on the radio because it's Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Didn't, didn't promote that album. Didn't even send it for review. Just one day. There it is. Here you go. <laughs> That's, that's how they did the stage. So, yeah, I just I have to hand it to these guys. They just you know, uh, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get negative feedback when you go away from your your root sounds as most bands do. But these guys just kept trucking and, and just creating and, and doing more different styles and versions and sounds and but still sticking with that that kind of that core of metal and hard rock mm-hmm. that they kind of founded themselves on. It's funny here your nine is not looking crazy dude like we're at six <laughs> i just counted i still have 12 which means you guys are roughly probably around the 10 range mm-hmm. but three more and 10 isn't out of the out of the realm of possibility it's really not um all right so it's v's turn so on that note of dream theater i'm gonna go with natural born killer I got it. It's interesting. The Rev actually wrote all of his music for Mike Portnoy to play because he couldn't. He didn't have the level or skill to play at his his level. But or I said level twice, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like cool to hear this because like anytime I show somebody Avenged that's never heard them, I always show them this song because it shows you the capability of what the Rev could have probably done one day if mm-hmm. he had his career continued. But it's just it's compositionally it's just beautiful. I love this song. Yeah. I don't have it, but okay. I agree. Um, yeah, the man, the the Rev was such a, an important influence on them as far as songwriting and stuff, all the way through uh, Nightmare. A lot of that album is his, even though he didn't survive to see mm-hmm. see it come to fruition. But uh, but yeah, man. But the, you know, I'm glad the the band moved on and they just kept going. That again, or we, wouldn't, or we wouldn't be here. Yeah, that mm-hmm. again, like the that layer of it, it really i like and we'll, we'll probably get into this more on after the fact but i like when we do a band like because i'm not gonna lie like I, as i did enjoy avenged sevenfold but these extra layers that i'm getting from you guys is making me respect them even more. like I, just listening to them definitely changed my respect for them but like getting this extra layer is de- is why i do the show mm-hmm it, so I don't know if anybody has has listened this far, but is out on an Avenged Sevenfold, but you've decided to listen. It it, it means something. Mm-hmm. Like, just give it a shot. Um, all right. So Natural Born Killer was V. We're back to me. We'll do a couple more rounds here. Uh, I only have one left that other people put out there. I'm stealing this just because I know it's at least a two. The stage. 
Oh yeah, I have that. Yep. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. So, all right. Well, I mean, at least I don't have the burden of having the final pick because we're at seven. Uh, I have five songs left. Oh. So I was way wrong. So, depending on where Jason is. Oh no, six! I lied. Six. So maybe we... I'm at home. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So funnily enough, like now that I hear this, this is what edged Requiem out. It had. Well, I know it had. Two, it had two. <laughs> you things... can't see me shaking my head, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it had two things going for it. I needed representation from that record. And then it had that same kind of intro that that did the same thing for me in listening. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So. It's okay. Just tell me you hate me. It's okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jason? This song, yeah, I, the stage, that song evolves well. Like, yeah. it starts mm-hmm. out with the kick-ass guitar and drums, and it just kind of evolves all the way through, like, seamlessly. It's for eight minutes, which is not something I could ever do, even if I became a musician. So you got to respect that to make an eight-minute song flow and and, and go like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, my turn. Ooh. All right, here's one I think you guys might have. How about Welcome to the Family? Uh, Hell yes. Uh, Hell yes. Uh, Hell yes. (laughs) Me too. Just like that. Uh, Almost uh, Pantera there. There's your uh, gnarly guitar that you wanted. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's definitely some Pantera influences. Like the the drummer, I'm blanking on his name. Played for Hell Yeah as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Vinny Paul. Vinny Paul, yes. <laughs> I don't know why it's just brain farting on his name. Un- yeah, unfortunately he passed relatively he recently. He did pass. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. V. Okay, so along the Pantera line, I, I this is the only cover I listed. I did Walk because I love the way they put the bass in, and M. Shadow singing that song. But I know how you feel about covers, so I wasn't very confident. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I didn't even hear it because it is not even on this list. Oh, what? So, yep. yep. It was on Diamonds in the Rough. Yep. So I didn't even get to hear it. Darn. Okay. I, I think it means you get a freebie. Oh, I get a freebie? What? I'll mm-hmm. just pull. I'll pull. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is sometimes, I mean, this is the perfect time to to do one that no one else has. Like one that you wanted to just kind of throw into the mix. It's a really good, like, honestly, like, I'm not huge about covers, but this was one that I, I, I had heard Pantera growing up, but I just... They did it better. I'm I'm not gonna like be that guy, but they did it better. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear it. <laughs> All right, it's so. a really good it's a really good cover. Mm-hmm. They 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 did it. Yeah, they did it justice. It doesn't. It, it sounds enough like the Pantera version of it, but it's not like they didn't try to carbon copy it. Yeah. Um. So what we'll do, considering V is really, you're probably what like three le- left something like that i've got let me look hold on uh one two three four five. Oh, okay 
Okay. Yeah, because you said right. six, and then walk. Okay. Is it almost dump time? Yeah, I think we'll do one last round, and then then we'll dump out. Okay. All right. So, which it's one gross. do I do? Hmm. I don't feel good about any of these. <laughs> How about eternal rest? Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> We'll put that one to eternal rest. Yes. I mean, now's the time for misses, although it's like the very last one, and we're one shy of Jason's nine. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Wait, Jason's turn is it next? It's yours. Okay. So if I get this, if you guys have it, I've get I've got the nine. Uh yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm going for it. Almost easy. I have almost easy. Oh God. Come on, Justin. Don't put that on me. Oh no. Don't put that on It's me. on you. Uh, uh, uh. It's almost easy just to say. I mean, I, oh, could, I could do that, but I'd be lying. Oh, no. Oh, damn it. it. Okay. He doesn't have, have almost easy. I thought I, I had a real shot there. That's what Afterlife edged out for me. It was almost easy. Like, almost easy okay. edged out. After, you know what I mean. <laughs> right. I got you. <laughs> All right. V? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Nightmare Album Fiction. Got it. Wow. Justin? I do not. Oh, Justin, man. Justin. <laughs> You're killing me, Justin. I know. I'm, I'm, He's I'm trying so to be close. so positive. I mean, that really should be the name of the show is You're Killing Me, Justin. <laughs> the amount of times. That's got some good piano in it. Fiction does, yeah. Uh-huh. So I have... That that song, Fiction, holds... We talked about Rev earlier. Talk about a song that holds a lot of weight for the band and him. Because mm-hmm. this was the last song he wrote. And he wrote it oh. about somebody moving on, particular maybe him. Yeah. Um, when they're really gone. Thick. And then, ironically, like I think it was days after he finished this last song he died i thought he had, he dead. started recording it but i thought like halfway through he had, like that was when he had like killed himself yes yeah 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 he uh yeah they so, had yeah. to get somebody he, else uh, come in to play the he, rest of the song yep he wrote it and then they had to kind of finish it up because i think m shadow's kind of like almost like duets with him the vocals that they do he does mm-hmm. have they put him in there i mean again here's these these layers that would have been helpful beforehand all right so uh one two three four five six seven i have eight left so holy cow still yeah you you two matched on a lot (laughs) so i mean it isn't out of the realm of possibility that one of those all three of us has it just it's very improbable so let's see um i'm a big fan of doing this uh this is like album one track one turn the other way no. Nope. Okay. Lips of Deceit. No. That's a good song. It no. is a good song. <laughs> All right. An Epic of Time Wasted. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Chapter Four. No. Mm-mm. Lost. I cut that one. <laughs> it was such a good song. Nope. All right. Danger Line. Nope. I like that song, but it no. Is a good oh, song. I skipped one. And, uh, and all things will end. No. No. Nope. And last but not least, I put this here. 
I'm perfectly content if no one has it. Uh, but this was the answer that I got second most, Backcountry. I did not have Backcountry, actually. I do have Backcountry. Okay. So oh, there you go. I, I put it on there because it was such an important song for them. I know. I went back and forth, but I was like, I felt like I represented that with Beast on the Harlot. So I was like, I'm good here. <laughs> That's I'm, fair. That's yeah, fair. I'm with you, like, not even, like, sound-wise. Like, I think, I think that if we can do this list without Backcountry... I feel like we're doing something. You just want to do that because Corey doesn't want bad country. No, not even. <laughs> not even. I, I just feel like if we can do this without the one song that everybody knows. That is true. Yeah. And show that. Because you're kind of just canceling out one on your list at that point. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're saying like an introduction doesn't need that song because that's already. Some songs already introduced itself. Sometimes. Some bands, it's an under, like the cars. Like. You can't, I mean, you can't deny the Cars hits. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Oh, no. Um, but with a band like Avenged, I think we're doing this service if we keep Backcountry in. Like, because we're lazy? People, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like maybe, like, more people feel that way about Back, the same way as Corey does about Backcountry. Mm-hmm. And so if we go, okay, sure, you think you know, but listen to these 10 instead. Now, again... If we get to our list and decide, no, we need backcountry, I'm also okay with having it. Because clearly two of us put it on our list. So yeah. we'll see. But that... I mean, it's crossed off mine. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I clearly felt some kind of way about it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Jason, there's no shots at unanimous, but you can get a couple more in the combo. Okay. Dump out here. Warmness of the soul. Nope. I wanted a sounding the seventh trumpet representation, especially since they wrote the damn thing in high school, which is impressive. I know. Let's see. Good for you, because I, I couldn't. I was like, there's too many important <laughs> songs to me. Uh, I know I've got more in here. I'm running out, though. Oh, uh, Buried Alive. Um, No, I did not have that one. That is a good one, though metaphorical uh, and then i've already foreshadowed this one earlier heretic nope i tell you what, i think that's it for me i still have three guys heretic was the one was like number 22 heretic blood <laughs> yeah that's like that's like their uh witch hunt song basically Mm-hmm. heretic and i was going back and forth with heretic and requiem and then i cut them both <laughs> makes sense, make sense of that one Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, just for funsies, V, you want to dump out whatever you got left? So I had I went back and forth between Dear God and Seize the Day because they both I felt like they needed like one ballad, mm. but I ended up going with Seize the Day. Obviously, um, I did Saint James. I really like that song a lot. Okay. Yeah, on the extended version. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. yeah. okay. That's a good song. It's kind of like, it sounds like a drinking song, kind of, not like drinking song, but like you're at a bar with your buddies and you hear the song kind of come on in a rock bar kind of thing. And then uh, the other one I had was Planets. Planets, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No, I don't, I don't have Planets. But that's an interesting choice, though. Yeah. I th- I, that was one song I looked and I was like, I don't know that anybody will ever choose this song. <laughs> and then someone chose that Somebody song. Somebody chose that song. <laughs> I I feel like I willed that into existence. You did by my negative by my negative negativity. Yeah. 
my spidey sense is tingled and i just was like you know what let's let's throw this in here <laughs> but that said we didn't hit your nine but we did eight that's pretty cool. That is really yeah. good for... This is an expansive discography where they te- they test out a lot of sounds. Mm-hmm. And I, to be I sounded to... so crazy in the beginning, didn't I? It did. It, it did. did. Nine I, sounded nuts. I, I'm not going to lie. Did. I secretly scoffed at you, Josh, Justin saw, but he didn't yeah. want to like acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did something even crazier, which was put Exist on this list just to be a butthole. <laughs> Because it's like a 15 minute song. I was like, here's an introduction. Here's an entire <laughs> album in a song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, here's Neil deGrasse Tyson talking for three minutes. <laughs> so here's our eight already in Unholy Confessions, Beast in the Harlot, Burn It Down, Critical Acclaim, Welcome to the Family, Shepherd of Fire, Hail to the King, and The Stage are already in. Um, we got a lot of twos here. What's it going to take to convince you to let a little piece of heaven slide through? nothing oh cool like, yeah. I, i'm on a little piece of heaven to slide through that's yeah. my my hill to die on <laughs> there we go so let's do that that brings us to nine so now there's only okay. one left and i think that officially puts an end to backcountry unless on unless somebody really 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 thinks backcountry should be in at this point oh my god no i don't <laughs> care either way honestly yeah. i feel like we got this far without it let's 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 get the rest of the way without it i mean a country full of bats sounds terrible so i <laughs> can't stop here it's bat country um all right so what do we still got alive here second heartbeat almost easy scream afterlife nightmare natural born killer fiction um we don't have anything really of their slow stuff in any of their music Okay. And I feel like Fiction's kind of like the only song on that list that really represents their kind of like, not slower, yeah, I, but... I, I had a feeling you were going Fiction on that one. I completely agree. Okay. So I'm the odd man out. Let's go ahead and put that through. That was Painless. That gives us our 10. <laughs> well, Is there any songs off the uh, video games? I know that that's not that you felt like maybe like would have stood a chance if we had them in this... Honestly, like carry on or not ready to die i was gonna say carry on probably i had um hold on i had carry on and i think flash of the blade but that was also on diamonds in the rough too but yeah i had yeah. both of those i feel like carry on might have made my 20 is the one that i think that would have represented their video game songs mm-hmm. it's weird to say <laughs> but they're just songs yeah. i mean they're not like the 8-bit like, yeah that's not but you know <laughs> All right, so we have our 10. Unholy Confessions, Beast in the Harlot, Burn It Down, Critical Acclaim, Welcome to the Family, Shepherd of Fire, Hail to the King, The Stage, A Little Piece of Heaven, and Fiction. Now, Jason, we get one song to tell people about Avenged Sevenfold of those 10. Which is the one? One song to tell people about Avenged Sevenfold. Like, what song encompasses them? Oh boy, what's well, that little piece of heaven? Even though we really wouldn't debate for that song, because that would be an odd representation of them, yeah, um, musically. Um, and people would be like, "What is wrong with them?" <laughs> um, they're so diverse, though. It's hard to pick one song that represents them. Oh my gosh, what do you think is the l- the most likely? song you play that makes them go okay i'll 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 listen to the rest of these oh if we're going that there's like i had two okay i had a different answer in my head i'll keep yeah i'll wait till he's done (laughs) (laughs) 
Sounds no, like no, no. I mean, I, I, I mean, if we're like the lay person, I mean, Hail to the King is one that gets a lot of just rock fans in general going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's and Shepherd of Fire is a, a good representation of what they can do musically, like just metal wise as well. Um, if that just off that same album, what do you think? Oh. Um, so if you're gonna say like the most avenged sound, I would say like you know like if you heard like. It, if I heard the first couple like bars of this, I'd be like avenged. It would be burn it down. But mm-hmm. if we're going like we're tying in the audience to like the first song, mm-hmm. I'd say welcome to the family because of the beat. Okay, so I'm gonna add this layer to this and see if this keeps your answer the same. So whatever song we choose will be avenged uh, um, entrance into the best of 2022 episode. So if you, if you think that basically we're trying to sell Alfredo. Are you going to listen to the whole song as the. So if we're trying to tie in, because if you said that this is for the album, like this is something that ties into general audience, I would say welcome to the family. But if we're trying to tie in Fredo, I feel like it would be more Shepherd of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) I think he'd be cool with welcome to the family, but like, I don't know. I feel like Shepherd of Fire would like catch his interest faster mm-hmm. if that I'm, makes sense yeah i'm completely okay with shepherd of fire like i was thinking like if you guys are gonna sit and listen to the whole thing i feel like if we put in exist or the stage <laughs> then you guys would have to sit through eight to 15 minutes of them and you'd be like okay okay it's them all right Just, it's <laughs> what happened to you jason why do you want to torture these fans like why are you doing this we need more people <laughs> Uh, all right so like i just have to you just have to get enough of them sometimes (laughs) and then you're just you become a fan but by inertia and by what if one song is that long just by inertia we've got them oh there you go there you go i do think that shepherd of fire or hail to the king is the way to go i will go ahead and help uh put my weight behind shepherd of fire since you both have said it i think something like that gives if you're giving metallica vibes then maybe somebody will go, oh, I wonder if they do older Metallica 2 and go backwards with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's uh, go. All right. You've made the Dark Lord happy. There you, go. you can pull that as one of the best 2022 quotes for Deprogrammed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and let me do this. Shepherd of Fire is our number one. Oh, it unhooked from the Mac. There we go. Or not. Oh, yeah. There you go. The fire. Okay. Shepherd of Fire is our number one. Uh, We've got Unholy Confessions, Beast and the Harlot, Burn It Down, Critical Acclaim, Welcome to the Family, Hail to the King, The Stage, A Little Piece of Heaven, and Fiction round out our ten. Let's let Shepherd of Fire get a moment in the sun. I can talk. Fire. did have a slow burn song this one takes a second to get going that's true there we go we have done it we have convinced you that avenge sevenfold is a good band now go forth and listen to the list 
and enjoy. Uh, if you enjoyed this conversation, uh, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Um, maybe give us uh, five stars. That would be very cool. I would appreciate that. Some some words of encouragement, maybe. If you're listening on Spotify, there is a Q&A where you can um, tell us which songs we got wrong, which songs we got right, and you can uh, say, yes, I liked your 10, or boo, you got your 10 wrong, whichever you'd like to do. Um, also, you can go to legionofstupid.com to listen if that's something you wanted to do, and if you wanted to hear V episodes or if you wanted to hear Jason episodes. You can do that from Legion of Stupid. They have their own pages. If you want to hear Justin episodes, or even worse, if you don't want to hear Justin episodes, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's going to be hard to do. They are all me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Legion of Stupid, uh, uh, com is also a great place for you to sign up if you want to come play. Um, click podcasts. Click deprogrammed. Like I said, you can listen and you scroll down a little bit more. That's your sign-up sheet. Tell me what band you want to come talk about, and it'll happen eventually. I think Jason put this up literally a year ago, so we get there eventually. I, I promise you, we will talk about the band. Um, what else? Uh, Patreon.com slash show. Hi, Justin would be a great place for you to go if you would like to uh, support financially. I would appreciate that. Dollar a month gets you in the door, gets you all the pods early before the rest of the world. It gets you the after-the-fact conversation immediately after. Um, and that would be very cool. And last but not least, join the Discord. Come talk. Come have fun. Counting is fun. All that stuff happens in our Discord. Legion is stupid. Uh, with that, Avenge Sevenfold. Learn them, love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.